ladies and gentlemen. Because we can, can, can. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Because you can, can, Baz Luhrmann, can, 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 can. Can, 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 can. <laughs> can. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, gosh. Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Whoa, we're going to have company! Loud noises! Hello. 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 How are Hello. you doing, friend? <laughs> I'm Kendall Richardson. And I am Conrad Michael Lizard and not and not plant from the KGB. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes you are. <laughs> yes you are. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. Welcome to the show. And, yes. and that'll be the only time I'll get political uh yes. And that's uh, it. That's it. Yes. We okay. are yes, we are here to distract from world events. So let's 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 do the nerdy the nerdy talk thing. That's what we're here to push up our glasses and get nerdy with it. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, thanks for being here um on on YouTube, on Facebook if you're watching. Hello, welcome. And if you're listening to us on all of the 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 lovely podcast outlets that you choose to subscribe to, hello, 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 and thank you for listening, as always. Hello, hello, hello. We are nerds that talk about nerdy stuff. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we're proud of it. Yes. Um, so nerd speaking, for life. Nerd for life. Speaking of talking about stuff and nerdy stuff, Mike. Hi. Hi, what have you been watching? <laughs> the news, mainly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> For Ukraine. Mm, yes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> mm, uh, yes. Fuck Putin. Um, yep, anyway. Yes. 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 So, yes. yeah, um, I've been doing my usual watchings, uh, uh, just cutting back and forth on a couple of shows. Um, been re-watching Futurama. Uh, and still, still doing my um, new views of always, uh, always sunny in Philadelphia, because I haven't Wonderful. seen it yet. Uh, mm -hmm. Be uh, halfway through the first season of uh, uh, the Netflix Cuphead um, TV show. Oh yeah, uh, that's a bit of fun. I've mm -hmm. I've never really played the game, but Me I either. but I do enjoy the sort of. Um, the sort of faux nostalgia it has, considering the um, type of animation, the the rubbery hose, as they say, mm. say it is, and that, that's a bit of fun because yeah, I, I kind of like that sort sort of stuff. Um, it's probably the reason why I like um, uh, Stranger Things so much because it's mm. it's a product of uh, of uh, sort of the feel of the nostalgia of those particular so stories and all that. So that was yeah. a bit of fun. Uh, mm. Also with um, uh, animation stuff, 
Uh, I recently watched the entire season of a Adult Swim cartoon called uh, Smiling uh, Smiling Friends. Okay. Yes, which is basically um, a group of a, a group of people that um, from the from from way back when Newgrounds was like. Awesome, that sort of animation, the sort sort of uh, the sort of weird animations that were actually coming out that were sort of built built uh, built around like just you and your you and your dark room just make, making just weird and just um, avant garde sort of animation, and mm. this is sort of like the product of it. It's like that, but in actual television. So it's the internet invading television, and I actually quite liked it. It's um. Wow. It's yeah. It's not as um. It, it's it's not as what's the word um nihilistic sort sort of thing. It's it's sort of hopeful in its in its weird way. It's mm. it's sort of um if you just want to turn it's it's like that uh turn your brain off and laugh sort of thing. There's there's no real deep uh, me, uh, meaning to it. It's just surface level humor and. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of felt felt like watching something like that, and and so yeah. If you if you do enjoy those sort of um, the uh, you know the Charlie Unicorns of, of its time and the <laughs> and the Salad Fingers of its time. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there, that's the vein we're in. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but I I definitely enjoy it, and 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 probably not for everyone, but I definitely enjoyed it. And it's been renewed for a second season, so that's good. Oh, very cool. Something to rival, you know, Rick and Morty, because that's that's going downhill, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you can sort of see you can sort of see the sort of um uh who who's made who made who. Because uh, you you can sort of I can sort of see it now. It's it's kind of bad like mentioning this, but you can sort of see uh, Rick and Morty has been made by like Gen, Gen X, and this show is definitely like us um, millennials, even though we're Generation yeah. Y. And yeah, it's a sort of sort of a product of its time, and it, it, it's great. So I'm actually enjoying our generation's humor. <laughs> good, which is good. a first. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so it's. Yeah, huge buzz around the internet, and you can't can't really get away from it. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a good, I'll have a good look see, and it, and it's good, and it's really good, and co-directed, uh, well, co-created um, by um, uh, Michael Cusack, who also did um, uh, the Austra- the Australian version of uh, Rick and Morty Bush Adventures. Oh yeah, if you remember that one, and also Yolo, vaguely. If you remember yeah. that, so uh-huh. so uh, he he's part of it as well. So, but he he sort of plays the um, he sort of play, plays the 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 nice guy sort of thing. So yeah, and and the animation is actually quite spe- spectacular. It actually it's not just full on like flash animation they they definitely they pull from a lot of different things i mean they mm-hmm. cuz do you remember the um the 19 i think the 1970s um lord of the rings cartoon 
Yeah, yeah. They make reference to that. They have a character oh. that's animated like that, and it's absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And they also got like clay animation in there as well. It's like it's 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 definitely like a scrapbook of the internet. Like put mm. put the TV. So nice. I would recommend it. Okay, special friend or special friends? Um, uh, smiling. Or smiling. Yes. God, I'm wrong. That's right. Uh, I'll, I'll have a look at it. Uh, I'll, smiling I'll... friends. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird name. Smiling. Yeah, smiling friends. Smiling on, friends on Adult Swim. So nice. You have to get it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I'll acqu- I'll I'll acquire it. Yeah. Down the line. Or yes. just wait until it's on DVD. True. Because we don't have Adult Swim or HBO Max. So there you go. Hmm. Yes. That is uh, that is true. So, Kendall. Yes. What have you been using your octave nerve for? <laughs> My optic nerve. Octave nerve. O- o- optic nerve. Um, this week I have been, uh, let's see, I've been to the movies just the one time this week, um, which lately is, is a rarity. I'm usually there two or three times at the week at the moment because mm. I'm getting through all the Oscar movies before the big event happens and there's a lot of good movies out to see just in general anyway. Um, but this week I actually went to the movies and saw um, a really great Japanese film called Drive My Car. Um, this film is nominated for Best Picture. It's nominated for Best International Feature Film. Uh, I believe it has a screenplay nomination as well, and it's definitely deserved of all of those nominations because it was incredible. Um, it's slight trigger warning. It does uh, kind of revolve around grieving, um, like losing people close to you, um, and just the processes of dealing with that. But it's done in a really beautiful way. Um, and like the main character is an actor, um, you know, and, and then he's after he, you know, loses someone close to him, he's putting on this play that is very, it resonates with him, um, in his real life. So it's just this, it's a Chekhov play. It's uncle Vanya. And it like actually, oh. yeah. And it actually like what the, what the, char- the characters are going through and a lot of the dialogue actually re- like is true for him. So he has trouble you know, he's he's decided to direct this iteration of the play, not star in it. And everyone's being asking him like, "Why won't you star in it?" He goes, "I can't, I can't do it," mm. um, because it's so emotionally powerful and confronting for him. But it was just, and then it was just that, and revolving around just this love of his car, um, and how much he loves to to drive it, and you know, he uses his car to rehearse his dialogue, so he has a taped deck in his car with the the lines recorded um and he so he just you know it's just uncle vanya to and from wherever he goes um in his car and it's yeah it's just it's a beautiful movie i would highly recommend people check it out uh it's yeah it is long though it's nearly three hours um but i didn't feel the length of it at all that's good Um, yeah yeah like every like there are certain moments that definitely could have been shortened or cut down but i think they were 
definitely kept long, very purposefully. Um, like it's all very, everything's all very deliberate and stuff. And I think it works to the advantage of the film. So mm. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's really, really good. Um, what else did I watch this week? Well, I, I went to the theater for the first time in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the last time I was in a theater Same. watching a show. Yeah, it's the, la- been... the last sort of theatre thing that I went to see was uh, Judith Lucy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so the last thing, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but it's on uh, Amazon Prime, her, uh, her last special, uh, Judith Lucy versus Men. So, And the last thing was... Uh, the last thing I saw on stage was Judith Lucy's uh, impression of her vagina. <laughs> Well, that's going to stay with you. Um. Yes, and I haven't been back since. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So so anyway, sorry, um, you went to see the theatre. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, um, theatre, and I uh, saw Moulin Rouge on stage. Ah, hence the Baz Luhrmann. Hence the Baz Luhrmann reference at the top of the show, yes. Um, I was so going to say, because Elvis was last week. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's true. If only I could have lined them up right. Should should talk to Baz's people and be like, next time we sync this up better. Um, no, I really, really liked it. It's really, really good. It's different in a few ways from the movie version of the story. They change like certain things. Um, to probably make it a bit maybe more feasible to be done on the stage. But that being said, they do such a great job of recreating like some of the sets from the film and just the environment that they're living in, in in Paris and the Moulin Rouge itself. And, oh, it's gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. And the whole theatre is decked out too. When you walk in there, it's just stunning. Um, and then the performances were really, really great. Um Simon from Play School was Harold Ziegler, um, mm-hmm. and he was amazing. Like, he was probably my favourite thing. Uh, like, he was dead on, dead on. Like, he nailed it. Uh, it was so good. And, uh, yeah, and I loved I loved the, the actors they, they cast um, as uh, Christian and Satine. They were both very, very good. Um, and So think- not our Nicole. Not Anna Nicole, no, no. The young actress who plays the team is very different from Nicole Kidman in appearance, um, but she had a killer voice and won me over by the end, which was nice. So, um, sorry, could you repeat that again? She was different? She was different so from she, Nicole Kidman. So she had her own nose, okay. Set it up. <laughs> Whack. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Um, yes. So no. She, yes. So she was. She was lovely. Uh, and it was a good. It was a good musical, like a good jukebox musical. If you're in for a good time and a fun time, I would recommend seeing Moulin Rouge if you can, can, can. Huh? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, because it's just it's just awesome. Um, so yeah, and it was very great to see some more modern contemporary songs uh thrown into the mix oh so uh, it's obviously updated yeah because it's been 20 years since the the film so um Makes sense. yeah there's a 
Yeah, so they've made it more of a musical. So there's le- not as much dialogue as the film, more music. Um, they still have the greats like, you know, Your Song and Roxanne, Come What May, they're all there. Um, but then you get uh, new additions like Chandelier by Sia. Um, <laughs> ba- Bad Romance by Lady Gaga was a highlight for me. Um, and uh, Oh, that would fit. Uh, yeah, it does. They yeah. do it in a kind of comedic way, and it's it's really really nice. And they even used an Adele song, I think. Ro- yeah, "Rolling in the Deep." Um, they used as well, um, and a lot of really clever medleys. So yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Had so much fun. Um, and yeah, and then finally, I should mention I watched a film called Nine Days," um, which. I think came out a couple of years ago now, 2020 or maybe earlier last year, we did the trailer for it in trailer park. Um, so, and that's why I remembered it. And I rem- I do remember watching the trailer and going, this looks like it's going to be a great film because it, it's about um, Winston Duke is playing this man who is interviewing souls for the chance to become like alive um, so all these different people are coming through and he has to like, he, he does certain tests with them, like the trolley experiment sort of kind of tests and <laughs> other, other just aspects of humanity are, are, you know, uh, are discussed and, and tested in this film. And it was really well made and really lovely, um, and made me cry quite a bit cause it was just such a beautiful reflection of humanity, um, and what it means to be human, even through our faults and our best things that we have. Uh, it was just awesome. And just, and Winston Duke gave like such a good performance. I mean, the whole cast was great, but he was outstanding. Um, he has a four page monologue um, in the, in the thing near, right at the end of the film. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he just crushes it. It's so good. Um, Benedict Wong, Wong is in it as well. Um, and Zazie Beetz. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's great. Um, I recommend it, but it's very, like, it can be very confronting yeah, talking yeah. about. It's very, it's very existential, you know. Yeah. But it's a beautiful movie and I recommend it. Definitely. Um, so, well, that's, that's the weekly watchings from us. However, as some of you may have noticed already, Fulia is not with us this week. Wait, uh, what? Because she... Because she <laughs> I yes, thought it was so. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and the yes, judgmental yes. comments... Oh. <laughs> about me. About you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love you, Fulia. Yes. I know you'll be listening Fulia. to this later. Yes, you will. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoy um, your, your hockey. Yes, she's kicking kicking butt on the ice again, playing hockey. So uh, hopefully she's brought home another win because um, I went and watched her the other day and she won and I was very happy about it. Woo. Uh, yeah. I hope you played um, like Gretzky. I can yes. never I can never say his pron- uh, pronounce his surname. Yeah, Gretzky. Yeah, Wayne it's a tricky Gretzky. one. Gretzky. Um, so Fulia kindly sent in her uh, weekly watchings which I'm going to read out now. Um, She says, This week I've been catching up on My Hero Academia, currently in season four. I am continuing my sitcom binge with Everybody Loves Raymond, and I finally got the chance 
to watch the Hercule Poirot. It's the only way to say it. Uh, Sequel, Death on the Nile. And I loved it. Was not expecting the characters that turn out to be the murderers, but I have a suspicion about one of them. I'm ready for the Blu-ray now. Gimme so I can watch all the behind the scenes for it. (laughs) Nice. 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 I also saw Death on the Nile. It It was enjoyable. I liked it. It's a pretty movie. It's good to look at. Interesting yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. I also agree with Fully about guessing the who the murderers were because uh yeah, it was a it was a bit hard. The movie does a good job of you know or Agatha Christie I was would say did a great job of, you know, misdirecting. Red herrings everywhere. It's just red herring the movie really. Um So much yeah. so much herrings. So much headings. All of the headings. Yes. Ooh. Yes. All right. Well, that's the weekly watchings from us, uh, which means now it's time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, nerdy news time. Let's go. Wow, that was like synced. Was it? Oh, (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) We aim to sync. Um, All right, nerdy news time. Here we go. Starting off uh, on this very light nerdy news week. Um, But we're going to milk this for all it's worth. Well, you know, we need to lose weight. We need to. (laughs) We need to lose weight. Um, I need to lose weight. John Watts. <laughs> Stop it. Uh John you know, Watts. With, with your with your <laughs> with your um, shoulders up, you look great. I oh, think so <laughs> I like that the camera sits here. <laughs> it's just let's not look at the rest. Anyway That's right, oh, they come to see me. They come to see you. Absolutely they do. And I'm wearing boxes. And you're <laughs> But it's all right. They're nerdy boxes. They're nerdy boxes. They're Star Wars. They're Star Wars. Are they Star Wars, actually? Yeah, they're Star Wars. Fantastic. Speaking of Star Wars. Ah, <laughs> my pants. Your pants and John Watts have things in common because they are about to collide. Um, I guess. Because like a spider verse. Like a Spider-Verse. I've said John Watts 10 million times. John Watts, John Watts, John Watts. He's in talks uh, to 10 helm. Watts. 10 Watts. <laughs> He's in talks to helm an upcoming Star Wars series. Nice. Um, yes, which is just how is this man going to fit this into his schedule? Because as we all know, um, John Watts has obviously been directing the past three Spider-Man films for the MCU and Kevin Feige loves him so much. He's given him Fantastic Four. No pressure, right? Yeah. Um, Marvel's first family. Marvel's first family. Third time's a charm. That's all I've got to say. Fingers crossed. Anyway, while he's working on that in 
Third, well, fourth time's the charm if you yeah, count if the you Roger count, Corman, yeah, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but we don't talk about the Roger Corman version. But if fine. we can't count the, like, the 1970s version, no, not 1970s, so it's like a 90s version, like all the way back then when they were still trying to keep keep the um the copyright in in. Yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of bullshit with Fantastic Four. Yeah. Mm. You know, every thirty years they have to make a movie so they can keep the copyright. Yeah, it's like a curse comes around every three decades. Mm. <laughs> Once a decade. Anyway, so John Watts is hard at work doing pre-production for Fantastic Four. Um, obviously, we are a couple of years off that still. But, um, yeah, some somewhere in between then and now, or now and then, there's going to be a Star Wars series with him directing. Um, uh, at least according to several reports on the interwebs. Uh, John Favreau, of course, uh, we love John Favreau. He is actually going to be uh, executive producing this show, so that's good that there's going to be this. Like he seems to be like the the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe now, or at least the streaming universe on Disney Plus. Like mm. he's that guy. He's that guy that oversees everything and is the glue that keeps everything together and consistent and all of that. Uh, so that's cool. Keeper um, of the canon. Keeper of the canon, absolutely. Um, it's currently unknown who will be writing this new series. They haven't tapped anyone just yet. Um, the, uh, the You'll like this, Mike. Uh, uh, apparently it's described as Stranger Things in space. Yeah, I heard that and I was confused. Mm. <laughs> Which bit of Stranger Things? Are we, talk- are we talking the... Uh- are we t- talking the uh, uh, Stephen King side of it? Are we talking the Steven Spielberg side of it? What what are we are we talking the uh, John Carpenter side of it? What are we talking about here? Yeah, it's set in the eighties. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago in a distant distant galaxy. Yeah, there you go. I feel like I feel like it's the, the Stranger Things vibe is going to be the fact that obviously with Star Wars looking the way it's looking and how it's like. Let's try and recreate everything George Lucas would have done back if with the original trilogy. I suppose they're going to have that 80s, 80s sci- sci-fi aesthetic with it, and then there's probably going to be a group of kids at the center. Of yeah, this. yeah, I'm thinking kids because that's what yeah. I heard. It's like, oh, it's going to be like yeah. a group of kids in Star Wars. So yeah, that'd be cool. Hmm. Some, something, something a little new. As long as it doesn't take place on Tatooine, that's that's fine. Or Dagobah. Um, or Dagobah. Because we know that shit, that, it's not going to last long. No. Nah. <laughs> anyway, um, but the the cool thing about this um, is that it's going to be apparently set during the High Republic era. Um, so just, just to clarify, this show that's in the works now is not to be confused with The Acolyte, which is another show coming up soon on Disney+. Plus. That is going to be set within the High Republic era of Star Wars. Right. Um, but they are two separate shows. Um, so, yeah. So who's, who knows how this will this will play out? Um, but I'm excited to see what John Watts can bring to Star Wars. I'm loving seeing all these Marvel directors and producers, um, you know, obviously sticking with Disney, but, you know, mm. you know, trying out, um, you know, their Star Wars shoes. I think that's very cool. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see what this is going to be. Um, Mike, what are your thoughts on, on this? Well, just to piggyback on what you were saying, um, um, with uh, Marvel directors coming over and do, doing some stuff with uh, Star Wars, uh, with mm. John Watts, I actually just um, 
for I just looked on what what he what he directed like before um, Spider Man, and it's not much. But one that I actually yeah a lot of uh, music videos and all that. But there was one that I actually, I actually had to laugh about. Do you know the movie Clown? Yes, I do know the movie Clown. He directed that, and that was and Clown is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the Santa Claus, you know, the Tim Allen Santa Claus, but yeah. it's a clown and it's a curse. And it, yeah. So, <laughs> so you put and it's severely fucked up. Yeah, and I thought, well, got to get your start somewhere. There you go. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm surprised he hasn't done any references in, in like Spider Man or anything like that. No, I know, I know. That was a that was like a great movie. Like I I thought it was quite good. Like just such an interesting take on clowns within horror. I mean, clowns are scary enough, obviously, but then to add this kind yeah. of extra layer to it, where he's like actually kind of becoming this monster, was like whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, when everyone thinks of clown and horror, everyone thinks of it. So it's actually great great that you can think of something else. He's a smart one, that John Watts. He is a smart one. Yeah, I'm actually interested in this. You know, kids in Star Wars. I mean, yeah. essentially, you know, it's four kids and and they're, they're dealing with, with a law. I mean, it can't all be set um, post-Jedi. Uh, post um. Well, we're getting Obi-Wan, so we can talk about that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, can can we talk about that? Yeah, if you want. Cause we gotta I, pad, we, we got to pad this out, man. That's right. <laughs> go, Cause, go nuts. Because I listened to um, some guys talk about it, and the, their theory theories is um, where if, they, if they're bringing back Hayden Christensen, there's pro- it's probably going to be flashbacks. But uh, another interesting thing is, um, if I can if I can remember it, um, it ta- it takes place of where where Rebels is as well. Yeah. Like, so you could have like Ahsoka and, and that, and maybe and could have uh, Rosaria Dawson like there as Ahsoka. Uh, and then you can have like your your Boba Fett, your Boba Fett flashbacks, and then we can have have a young Ahsoka. So that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm here for more Ahsoka content. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So good. I like so Star- good. I like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Sorry to go on a tangent. Um, no, I, please. I I started watching. Um, um, uh, Phantom Menace on Disney Plus, and yeah, it's different. They, I think they've changed the color gradient. Like there's, like there's certain scenes that are a lot more blue than I remembered, which is weird. Yeah, right. Like everything, okay. everything's the same. Like you yeah, know, dialogue and all all that, but it's just the color gradient is is different. It's it's not the same. Not the same. Mind you, probably the last time I, I watched it was on VHS. 
So that will probably explain it. Yeah, that might that might explain it. Yeah. Mm. Um, although people have been like, there's been a lot of like issues in terms of the content that's streaming on Disney Plus and the way it visually looks. So maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a weird uh, remaster of Phantom Menace on Disney Plus or something. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait for the 4K. <laughs> yeah. Get everything 4K, even though they didn't film it for it. It's like the <laughs> reason why I'm getting all these Doctor Who's is on Blu-ray. It's like why? Well, I'm getting it for the special features. I'm not getting it for the for the um for the episodes because they weren't they weren't filmed in in high definition. No. Otherwise, it would be weird. Probably the only classic Who episode was um, that can be released on Blu-ray is because it was um, filmed on film because mm. because their studios weren't ready, so everything was shot on location and and handheld. So so that's the only one that you can buy on DVD uh, on Blu-ray properly. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and that's the third Doctor film. Called Spearhead from Space. It's the first episode nice. of John Pertwee, who is the father of Sean Pertwee, who who was also in uh, Event Horizons. Yes, although I am I am I right in remembering Sean Pertwee was in Gotham? Yes, he he played um Alfred. He was Alfred in Gotham. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Batman. Good. We'll be talking about that later. Yes. 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 We'll save that segue for later. Next in the nerdy news, I'm so keen to hear Mike's thoughts on this because as we talked about a few weeks ago now, um, there is a, a bio biopic of some degree mm-hmm. uh, in the works uh, about the life of one Weird Al Yankovic. And it's called Weird, of course. Would it be called anything else? Um, and the thing that caught everyone's attention was the casting of who was going to be playing uh, Al in the uh, in the film, and Daniel Radcliffe was chosen, and we had a discussion on you know good or bad or you know shouldn't shouldn't he be a tall guy and Daniel Radcliffe is notoriously short, so does it matter what what are they going for? And then this week. We got our first official look at Daniel Radcliffe uh, in costume as Weird Al. Um, it's a very obviously like stylized sort of image. I I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it just I don't know. It just it feels like this movie. I think this movie is going to be a parody of biopics. To be honest, I think it is I too. Feel- yeah, I and think I, it's going to... And I do yeah. have some stuff about. Yes, 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 yes. I'm almost done and I will throw it to you because I don't have too much more to say other than I just love this picture. Yeah. Um, and you don't, you can't really see, obviously, too much of, of, of Daniel here um, or, or tell, really, that it's him just by glancing at this. But you can obviously tell it's Weird Al because, um, you know, the accordion's front and centre. His hair's on display. He's got the glasses. He's got the Hawaiian shirt. The look is down. Um, there's also some set photos that have leaked online um, of him walking around, and that 
That was a bit weird. <laughs> no, pun not uh-huh. intended. Uh-huh. I did not intend. I did not intend that pun. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, I'm still on board with this film. I'm still very excited. So, Michael, um, how are you feeling about seeing Harry Potter as one of one of, <laughs> Harry, one of Harry your, Potter's one Daniel of, Radcliffe? Radcliffe as one of your favourite um, performers. Um. I'm intrigued now because yeah, okay. after seeing this and how it was like lit and and all that, um, I was talking about a while ago that it, it's like, are they doing a a a, the, a, the, a a an actual rendition of what what has been done before? And on Funny on Die, they did like a a um. A parody of by of like performer biopics like your Green Mile, uh, no, not Green Mile, uh, Eight Mile, Eight Mile, yeah, and um, and like Walk the Line was was big during during this and and all the other things, and they sort sort of did a fake sort of trailer, where and it it's and it's the name and the, and it's named the same Weird the Alv Yankovic story, so they are doing that. But as a feature, mm. and I recently rewatched it, and yeah, it was. I think it's like the most popular, uh, popular thing that they like they did, like a little niche thing, and they got all the, and they got all these um, uh, big name sort of big names in, in it as well because you got Aaron Paul as Weird Al <laughs> from ba- from Breaking Bad, yeah. Um, uh, who else? They got Gary Cole as his dad, and <laughs> Mary. S- oh no, the ma- um that woman, uh, the uh, Clara Clayton from Back to the Future Three. Yeah, Mary Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, played played his mum in the in this weird trailer and you got Pat Oswald as Dr. Demento so Dr. Demento is definitely going to be in this and yeah. and also Pat Oswald because he's been, he he does a lot of weird out stuff yeah so he's definitely makes sense so weird yes and it was filmed by the director who's actually doing this uh, Eric oh no way Eric Appeal okay who and looking at his uh, IMDb uh, it has only done like um like uh TV stuff like he's done a couple of Brooklyn Nine-Nines and and uh yeah just a couple of it like teachers son of son of Zoron I think think that's big son of Zoron yeah yeah uh, uh Silicon Valley new girl he's done a couple of new girls <laughs> so he knows how to knows how to um you know film comedy but can he mm. can he do parody of of what they of what they're doing it's probably my my thing it's probably going to be in air because it's got it it's either do it very well or not at all mm. you gotta know what you're sending up and having a look at the article it looks like uh not to uh spoil anything but it looks like um um where's where's the light yeah, here we are. Um, 
apparently Jack Black is on set, so he's playing someone, but we don't know who. And also, um, and also, this is actually going straight to uh, the Ruko channel, so. Yeah, Roku. Yeah, Roku channel. So, and it's not getting a a wide cinema release. So that's going to be annoying trying to find it. <laughs> well, if it gives you hope, Mike, um, the uh, show Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Though, so they finished the series with a film that was on Roku, and then that made its way onto Stan. So, ah, okay. So I I could see this being on Stan. Maybe on Stan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're in Australia. Conan O'Brien is playing someone. Where's that line? I highlighted before, but now it's gone. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, so Conan O'Brien's in it. Oh, is he Andy Warhol? Yes. <laughs> I'm just looking at a set photo. Oh wow! And I'm, I'm straight away. I saw how he was dressed. I'm like, that's Andy Warhol. Holy, what the fuck? Yeah, they don't have then, a picture of us. Yeah, he's playing and Jack, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, and Jack Black's in it too? Yes. Um, he, he's apparently playing uh, American DJ Wolfman Jack or possibly Dr. Demento. Yeah, I'm thinking that. But yeah. Wolfman Jack would be interesting because he's like an old... This jockey from way back, like like during like yeah. way back during the seventies and eighties, Wolfman Jay, and he sound like this. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was fun. That's while, cool. While it lasted, that was a good journey. Yes. yes, I hope everyone enjoyed going on that journey with us to see that Conan O'Brien is playing Andy Warhol. Yeah. In the Weird Al Yankovic biopic. I love this. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Bill Hader played Andy Warhol in mm. the in the uh, uh Men in Black three. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yes. God, it's been a minute since I've seen that, but yes. Yeah, when Jay went back in time. Mm-hmm. And met young Time travel. No. He met young Two-Face played by old Thanos. Yes. Or the older <laughs> brother in Goonies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Brandon. Ralph. From the Goonies. Brandon Ralph. Yes, that's right. Brandon. <laughs> uh, all right. We have one more piece of news to discuss right now. One? Um, well, just only one more. Um, and it's a spoiler if you are not up to date with uh, Eurovision news, uh, because last night Australia chose the artist that is going to be representing us uh, in Italy at Eurovision 2022. Um, so, spoiler, spoiler warning, um, our choice is Sheldon Riley. Um, I had never heard of him, apparently, he has uh, appeared on The X Factor and The Voice. Um, so he has uh, definitely has a, an existence in the public atmosphere um, and no doubt a strong following. I was very 
drawn in by his performance. I thought it was really, really good. Very Eurovision. It's a big power ballad. It's about, you know, something so personal to him. Um, what's the name of the song? Not the same is the name Not of the, the song. Not the same, yes. Not the same. Um, and his voice is just spectacular and really just, yeah, really emotes like so strongly and it's it is a beautiful song so i'm really really glad that he's going to be representing us especially because he's someone very different you know in the way he appears and i love that i think that's awesome we need more diversity in that way um actually the whole young yeah and young he's very young too he's only uh 21 i'm fairly certain yeah 21 year old so that's huge he's going going to italy um yeah, but all of the acts this year were very good, like for Australian uh, decides were all very good and diverse uh, in their appearance and their, you know, the music that they make as well, which was really great. Part of me was slightly disappointed only because um, there was a metal group uh, by the name of Voyager who performed and I'd never heard of them, but now they're in my Spotify because, mm-hmm. wow, their song Dreamer was a banger if I've ever heard one. Wow. Um, so if I could have had, I mean, if I could, personally, if I could have chosen bet- which song I would prefer to see at Eurovision, I would have chosen Voyager because it's it's a, a very unique metal electronic sort of fusion song and it's very like get you fired up kind of and they had such a great stage presence. And they, it was just a great performance. I really, really liked it. But then I, I totally can see and understand why Sheldon Riley was voted most for um, to represent us. Uh, but yeah, um, you can watch, obviously, the Eurovision. Australia decides on SBS On Demand here in Australia. Um, so uh, definitely check that out. Mike, yes. do, you have any, do you have any thoughts on this? Did you watch uh, Australia Decides over the weekend? Uh, no. Unfortunately, um, that's okay. I got, I yeah, singing. <laughs> um, no, um, fair play to them. I hope they go well. Uh, hope we win this time. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, would yes. be nice. Although I'm really looking forward to that debate of when we win, which country is going to host? Because a lot of people seem to think Australia actually won Eurovision that uh, they wouldn't host Eurovision here. Um, no way. <laughs> of course we're going to use it. You've seen us with, with the fucking Olympics. We're, we're going to blow everyone out of the water. Yes, and the winner is Sydney. Yes, yes. We can put on an event. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if they'd actually put Eurovision on here. Um, but... I'd be curious to see how that debate would be handled on the internet. <laughs> um, but that's all right. Like yeah. me being a novice, I, I see no problem. I mean, it'll be like any other, you know. It'll just be different. <laughs> mm. Yes. They're going to they're gonna have to do it at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't really have too much more to say on uh, Sheldon Riley, but I'm very excited to see what he's going to bring to the world stage in Europe. Passion. In 
Italy, yes, absolutely, passion will be there. Um, in May, so three months from now. May or may will not. Will we win? Yes. May or may Who not. Knows? May or may not. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. And we're going to host it, and it will be the best Eurovision ever. Ever. Yep. Yes. We know how to throw a party. Yes. That's for sure. And then we can see Joel and Miff actually host Eurovision, like the actual event. On like, on stage? On stage. Yes. That would be great. Will we invite particular countries? Uh, we may, we may not. Uh, that is neither here nor there because we've already filled our political quota for this week, Michael. Okay. I would watch it. Yeah. Ju- I would watch it just for that. <laughs> you just want to see the political discourse. You don't even care about the songs. <laughs> <laughs> I like political songs. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Political songs. How can we dance when our beds are burning? Yeah, midnight oil for the win. Yes. All right. That's the nerdy news done, done and dusted for this week, which means, of course, it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Woo! Woo! Tumbleweeds and stuff. All the tumbleweeds. Tumbly, tumbly, tumbly weeds. Yes. All right. Trailer park. We have three cool trailers to discuss this week. Three. Starting with uh, the trailer for an upcoming Apple TV Plus series called We Crashed. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is based on uh, the true story of the founders of the company WeWork, um, which you may or may not have heard of. They have... uh, they do have offices and buildings here in Australia um, that you can use. It's basically a works like a building where you can rent out rooms for like workspace and stuff. Um, essentially, like they lease out works work and business space within their buildings. Um, it's a pretty interesting concept. So this this is about the um, so the founders um, of of WeWork um, and they are being played. By Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. I did not notice it was Jared Leto until the end. You're kidding, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to well, he, I'm used to yeah. used to him having long hair and beard, and he only had long hair. He just no had the long hair and no beard, um, and he also ha- is wearing contacts because that man has piercing blue eyes. And I've seen them in person multiple times. I that would possibly that. be it. I think. I think. Yeah, it's the um, it's the uh, Superman thing, the Clark Kent thing, where you yeah. where you have facial blindness if you don't really notice it or not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because yeah, he does look a bit. He does look slightly different. But I don't know if my my brain is just programmed to see him. <gasps> like I truly see him. Um, well, it's a bit like me in voiceovers. Uh, voiceover artist it's like i know who that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so jared leto is playing adam newman uh and and newman is playing newman and hathaway is playing rebecca newman, newman. um newman yes 
Ah, yes. So they're they're leading this show. Um, America Ferrera is also in this. Um, Ot Fag Benley from Black Widow and Handmaid's Tale is in this. Um, So there's a really good cast. But basically, I that it's just the it's a story of greed and corruption and the downfall of 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 the wealthy. Um, Yeah, because <laughs> uh, uh, Adam Newman's uh, Newman. ego was a bit too <laughs> was a bit too big for his britches, and uh, and and WeWork kind of crashed. It's still like it's still a you know a, a company that's viable and and all of this and in business, but yeah. I don't. I I'm fairly certain that um, he and his wife Rebecca are not involved with the company anymore. Um, so yeah, this show is going to be really interesting to see again. I say it all the time, but I'm a sucker for this kind of thing. True story, scandal, dramatized with great actors with a great production value. Like this is, this is exactly up my alley. Um, I would watch it with or without Jared Leto being in it. Um, that's for sure. But I'm excited to see what he can bring. Although a lot of people have been talking about how Jared Leto is playing another character so soon with another crazy accent because um, <laughs> Adam, Adam, Adam Newman is not American. Um, he's Israeli. Or at not, or, yes. At least he was, he was not born there. So yeah, he, um, yeah. So, but his wife is American or she's Canadian. I can't remember which one. So apologies for not knowing that. But anyway, he has an interesting accent. Um, so, but I'm I'm looking forward to his performance uh, in it and hers as well because I'm a big fan of Anne Hathaway's too, and it just looks it looks really really good. It looks like it's going to be a great, like kind of enticing like binge worthy TV series. So mm. I, I I can't wait to get into it. Um, Michael, hello. What what were your thoughts on the trailer for We Crashed? Uh, yeah. Well, like I said, I didn't realize it was Jared Leto until the end, so it's probably applause <laughs> to him of actually diving into a character. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> does that change my uh, expective? Is like, no, nah, I'm not gonna watch him because it's fucking Jared Leto. I'm surprised he does. It still hasn't got his tattoo of damaged on his forehead. <laughs> anyway, don't give me that. You- you right don't, there. Don't give me that look. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just a brief uh, look at the um, uh, Wikipedia of WeWork and and the founders and all that, and that's how I knew he was Israeli. Uh, Very good. It, it was um, created uh, in two thousand and eight, and anyone who doesn't know, um, that's where the credit crunch happened. So yeah, the global financial crisis. Yep. So not not a particularly good time to start up a new business and something uh, that involves real estate as well. So, (laughs) yeah. So it's probably going to be dealing with that sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. but as you said, uh, spoilers, everything is fine. (laughs) Everything is fine. You can still hire out (laughs) WeWork at at this present time. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, interesting story. Um, How... A newer business will will get royally fucked by the banks. Um, <laughs> yeah, funny enough, uh, that actually happened, and no one got any jail time. Hmm. 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 Uh, fucking one percenters. Yeah. I'm part of ninety nine percent. Anyway, 
with all political aside, this does look uh, very interesting and it definitely looks acted well. Um, yeah, uh, props all to them. I don't have a Apple Plus account, um, but hopefully people watch it because I'm not sure if I'm going to because um, I don't have Apple anything so i can't <laughs> <laughs> so i can't i can i don't know i can't really watch it on my pc i got a pc i don't have a mac i don't have an iphone it's 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 unreachable for me unless i do it's it not, illegally and i don't not, do that at all it's <laughs> it's not unreachable you can the apple tv plus app is on playstation so if you've got a playstation i don't have a playstation okay uh, well, you've got a computer, and I'm pretty sure you can view it in a browser as well. I don't think it has to. I don't think it's Mac exclusive, but I could be wrong about that. Hmm. I, I need, don't know. Maybe I need I am some wrong sort of that. app apparatus. I think I can. It's just a lot of fiddling around. But you know, I'm a, I'm okay. a, a fucking millennial. I like things at finger touch. Yes, that's fair. accessible to me. So anyway, when are we going to be watching this, Kendall? Well, um, I will be watching We Crashed on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, Michael, some other memes, I'm sure. Um, on the 18th of March, yeah. so very soon. Mind you, if I do say Jared Leto's in it, in it, my wife is going to say, ooh, how are you going to watch that? It's like, ah, oh, that's going to be a weekend of figuring that out. Yes, I mean, Sammy. <laughs> mind you, the only way she's actually going to be willingly watching a um, superhero film is Morbius. So, Mobius? Morbius. Morbius. On the 1st of April, which is coming up soon. Yeah. Yes, yes, just over a month away now. Yeah, so it's the only time she, she's probably going to watch it is because Jared Leto is in it. It's like, you're not going to understand it because I think it's going to be a lot of mind fuckery in this. It's like, oh, so this is the universe. What are you talking about? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> you don't understand it. Just watch it for Jared Leto. This could be her gateway drug into finally getting on the MCU Marvel bandwagon. Yeah, maybe. but this... Hey, I'll take it. It's better than nothing. That's like if I wasn't... <laughs> that's like if I didn't watch Marvel films and the only reason I watched one is because it's got Christopher Eccleston in it. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. And then I watched but it and Morbius. thought, this is shit. <laughs> no, but Mor we don't know if Morbius is going to be good or bad yet. We can only so, hope. We can only hope. I'm setting my expectations low just because of all the delays, but we shall see. Yeah, I think I think because they didn't want to like tread on um, Far From no Home. No Way Home. No Way Home, yeah. Yeah. And also the yeah, DVD release it. is coming out too, so. Yeah, it is. Can't wait for that. It's probably... Can't wait for that. It's, yeah, it's a Blu-ray that I'm willing to buy. Yeah, I hope they. Do you think they'll be able to do the the assembled thing for that, or or maybe not because it's distributed by Sony? 
Um, well, rumor mill happening. There is talks of mm-hmm. ac- of actually having like um, uh, 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 a special deal of the these mm-hmm. Spider Mans going to be on Disney Plus. But I highly doubt, doubt that. I, I think. I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think no, they're going to have one. No, I mean they they can barely agree to keep like to let Spider Man be in the MCU as it is. Yeah. God. I think I think anyway. they're trying to knuckle that out. There's like uh, probably Disney is saying, "Hey, exclusively on Disney on Disney Plus, and you can take it off." Um, uh, Netflix. It's like no. Speaking of which, I have heard that the Netflix Marvel TV shows are going to be off Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that as well. So, um, so me thinks coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, they'll put them on Disney Plus. Mm. Yeah, they have to. They have to. There's renewed interest in in them, at least for Daredevil, anyway. Yeah, so mm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's probably going to happen, because yeah, as you said, we we have Cox and 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 uh, and and other guy, D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vince Vincent. Vincent. I was going to say Vincent Colosimo, <laughs> <laughs> but that's someone completely different. Yes, <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> no cash here, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, interesting tangent. What's next? What's next? <laughs> yes. Um, well, speaking of superheroes, quite fittingly, uh-huh. our uh-huh, our second trailer is for an upcoming animated series called The Boys Diabolical. Ah. <sighs> I think we should rename this The Boys Visions, to be honest, because yeah. this feels like Star Wars Visions, but or, The Boys. Or Boys Animatrix. Or yes, or Boys boy, Animatrix. Or yeah. Boys Batman Ninja. Yeah. So this is, uh, if you can't tell, uh, set in the world of The Boys, the TV series, uh, and probably the comics as well, I'd imagine. Um, made by the same people who did The Boys and also made uh, Invincible, both Amazon Prime productions. Uh, and, yeah, I cannot I cannot wait to watch this. Like, I didn't actually know that it was a... Um, uh, like, every episode was like... It was like a one-shot. Every episode's a different form of animation with a different cast and a different, you know... Um, all of that jazz. Like I just, I thought it was going to be a through storyline across the board, but I kind of am very curious more than I was now, I think, to see all these different takes um, and animation styles because the trailer looked really, really good. Like they put a lot in the trailer. So I don't, I didn't really retain too much other than the fact that this is probably going to, outside of Invincible, this is probably going to be the most graphic animation I've will probably ever see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Uh, so that, that was the one thing that stu- uh, stood, stood, stuck, stuck, stuck with me. Mistook. Mistook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stuck. <laughs> uh, stuck with me following watching this trailer. Um, but good to see um, Anthony Starr is going to be voicing Homelander 
in uh, at least one of these episodes, um, which is which is great. I wondered if any of the actors uh, from the live action would be involved. Um, so he's in it. I mean, the voice cast is off the hook here. It's you got Ben Schwartz, uh, Seth Rogen's in an episode, Aquafina, John DiMaggio, um, Simon Pegg. Being Pegg. paid well, I reckon. Being paid well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simon Pegg, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, um, Elizabeth Shue is going to be reprising her role from the live action show as Madeline Stilwell. Uh, Jason Isaacs, Andy Samberg. I think Jason Isaacs is playing Butcher. Ah, uh, he is. Yes. 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 So that's a that's a good casting choice. Um, Kieran Culkin, Christian Slater, uh, Nassim Pedrad, Aisha Tyler, and Giancarlo Esposito um, are just some of the names. And uh, of course, Kevin Smith is also one of the voices. Um, and I uh, can't wait to find out who he's playing. <laughs> I think I know, but I won't spoil it. Okay. I'm just going to try and see if I can spot his voice. Because his na- cause the, the character's name sort of gives it away who it is. So. Oh, okay. Silent Bob. Um, <laughs> that'd be weird to play Silent Bob in an animated show. <laughs> wait, we're, we're sort of getting a Blunt Man and Chronic crossover with the boys oh <laughs> uh, see that would be cool i'd watch that <laughs> i would i would absolutely watch that but yeah this looks like heaps of fun uh i can't wait to check it out um michael hello um how excited are you to watch this i'm very excited to watch this just to get my boys fix yeah uh, it, it's slowly becoming like one of my favorite sort of um sort of comic comic things because it uh, it does it ha- it it deeps it, it it has deep lore but it also is a piss take at the f- at the same time it's a bit yeah bit like <laughs> piss taker uh peacemaker sorry mm. yeah 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 <laughs> so so yeah um i'm very excited about this um mm-hmm. just to mention uh i believe yeah, uh, Simon Pegg's not playing his character in The Boys. Uh, no, he was he was um, Jack Quaid's character. I've forgotten his name already. His dad. His, Huey. Yeah, his dad. Yeah. His dad. Yeah, Huey's dad. I f- yeah. But he's not doing that role, no. Yeah, he, he's mm. he's playing Wee Huey. So, what is that? Oh. Mean? Yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the, the Boys fandom dot com uh oh yeah he, oh okay 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 it says he's playing huey so he's actually going to be voicing huey in this in one episode at least okay mm. it says he he's got he's got a scottish accent oh scottish citizenship there we go ah Ah, oh, so is he okay? So he's playing his son. But okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So maybe, but it's kind of cool. Anthony Starr's coming back for Homeland because you know it's Anthony Starr. He's my boy. Yeah, my boy. He's so good. <laughs> my, my boy. Shuck <laughs> <laughs> him in the bin. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh this is going to be great. Andy Samberg's writing stuff and mm. Evan Evan Goldberg and and, uh, and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah, nice. Teaming up, Justin Roiland. Yes, he's yes, doing. I'm happy to see that. So yeah, so you can tell his art style in this because they got yes, you cause can because they, they got the asterisk eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, can't wait for it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And just to tie us over for for the next season. Yes. There you know. It's a good cash cow for Amazon. I mean they've got my money. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I can't can't wait for Invincible Two. Part two. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to watch that either. It's gonna be so good. Think, Mark, think. Uh, <laughs> I thought I nice. read somewhere that J.K. Simmons was going to be in this as well, but it looks like it's, he, he ain't. Oh, well. Eh. Maybe it's just not on the IMDb page yet, or the boys' fandom wiki yet. Yeah, I thought I saw it in the trailer, but they probably scrubbed eh. it scrubbed it from the internet. <laughs> like they did Andy <laughs> Warhol from fucking Yeah, weird. Conan O'Ryan. Yes, yes. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I like seeing cartoons that that have the um that have been voiced by J.K. Simmons, and they replace the audio with his audio in Whiplash. <laughs> Not my tempo! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> He's so good in that movie. It's ridiculous. Why did you fucking say that? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna watch that again. It's so good. I've uh, I've only seen it twice, but I yeah, because I'm like I, it's one of those one of those really good movies where, you know, it's it's this it's the best on the first viewing. Yeah. Um, and you wish you could watch it for the first time again. You know. Yeah, it's so good. What you do is you get drunk for the first time and then you rewatch it sober. Yeah. Or you need to be inebriated for any sort of narcotics. But yeah. I don't. I don't indulge. No, I don't endorse. I do indulge, but I don't endorse. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yes. Do do. Do do. All right. No, it's pronounced dodo. <laughs> dodo. So, Michael. <laughs> yes. Um. When are we going to be streaming <laughs> this, Kendall? Yes. On Amazon. Well, on Amazon, absolutely nowhere else. The boys, diabolical, will be streaming on Amazon Prime from the fourth of March. So, literally this week. Wow. Yep. I think that's Friday. Yeah. Get excited. Yeah, what am I going to do on my Fridays? Pretty much watch this. Yeah. But they're going to be dropping the whole thing, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because I imagine the episodes are probably only going to be like 20 minutes each and it's animated and it's only like eight episodes, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, it would make sense to drop it in one go. Yeah. And then we'll mm. be talking about it uh, next week, maybe. Yeah. That and Batman. That and the Batman. There we go. Yes. We planned ahead. 
Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, we have one final trailer to discuss this week, and that is a trailer for another series. It's all TV trailers this week, I've just realized. Um, this final trailer is for... <laughs> we watch a lot of TV. Uh, yes. Yes. TV is where it's at. Uh, the First Lady. Um, I can't wait to watch this. It looks so good. Uh, crikey, it looks so good. I'm very excited. Um, so yeah, so basically it's, uh, it's, a, I think it's going to be really good based on the fact that I like the, well, I really just like the fact that it's, um, focusing on, you know, the, the first lady of, you know, certain presidents. So like, it's not, cause you know, there's so many films and TV series and just everything about all of the presidents of the United States, but there's not really a lot of focus on any of the first ladies, um, especially not in this way. I mean, we've no. had, we've Jackie. had like, you know, Jackie, you know, uh, Natalie Portman played Jackie Kennedy Onassis in a like in- incredible performance, Oscar worthy. She was Oscar nominated. Um, and, and there's been, you know, other, um, appearances of first ladies in in lots of different forms of media but for a show to actually just focus on them is great um and so i'm just i'm just here for that first off and then i have to say i am here for this cast because (laughs) hot diggity dog um viola davis is playing michelle obama so if that's not enough to sell you on this, because it, it, it should be, you're just nah, hearing that. No, nah, no. Nah. What else? What else? What else? Um, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is playing Betty Ford. Ooh. Um, that excites me quite a bit. Um, she's playing then, a hospital. Yes, she, she's playing a clinic. No. She's playing, playing the lady behind the clinic. Um, Gillian she's Anderson. She's behind the clinic. She's behind the clinic. Shooting up. What? <laughs> Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson, the one and only, uh, is going to be portraying Eleanor Roosevelt in this. Um, just three iconic women um, who have influenced uh, just, I don't know, so many people over so many years and been looked up to in certain ways. So these are going to be just you know, focusing, deep diving into who they were and what their lives were like, you know, the, their husbands from their perspective, like focusing on them, just, I'm, I'm just, I'm so here for it. Um, and then, uh, bloody, uh, we just mentioned him before, but OT Fag Benley is going to be Barack Obama in this. Mm. Um, so from Black Widow to We Crashed mm-hmm. to the First Lady, here we are. Um, and Hamid's tale, of course, he's yeah. incredible in that. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him as Barack. Uh, Aaron Eckhart is going to be playing uh, Gerald Ford. Thank you for smoking. Um, yes, and Kiefer. Or, uh, yes, or Two Face, Batman. Or two- Woo. Yes, <laughs> yes. Shut <Giant! laughs> Fuck me. Um, <laughs> and- Kiefer Sutherland is going to be playing uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt. But only for, tw- um, for 24 hours. Only for 24 hours, yes. Um, so there's some 
There's some big names. This actually, this entire cast, I'm literally just looking through the IMDb and it's just, I'm just, I'm, oh God, everyone is amazing. Dakota Fanning is in this as well. Dakota um, Fanning. El- Dakota Fanning. Ellen Burstyn. Uh, Eliza Scanlon, uh, Australian actress. Um, Kaylee Spaney. Reese Wakefield, an Australian actor. Um, uh, yeah, there's just, oh my God, so many... So many good actors in this. Holy shit. I am. Bring it on. Let's go. The trailer looks fantastic. The performances look fantastic. I just, I just, yeah, I don't really have much more to say. I just, I bow down. I need, I need this right now. Um, all right, Michael, what are your, what were your thoughts on, on the trailer for the first lady? I don't know. It's way too political for me. Um, (laughs) I'm not here to talk about political shit. It's not that type of podcast. No, 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 that's that's fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a, sort of a, a TV show that would have legs to continue on. I mean, there's more than three. Mm. So, yep. So, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully they'll dive into some more more stuff as well. <laughs> For some reason I was thinking they 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 they're not going to touch fucking Nancy Reagan. <laughs> I was wondering that because I think aren't all these these three women are they all demo- like their presence were all Democrats like their husbands were all Democrats I think off the top of my head I think so yes yeah because that would be really interesting to see if they do a sequel series to this like you've just said and maybe they do Nancy because a lot of people love Nancy Reagan but then you know her husband's her husband so how do you well Nancy was Nancy Nancy was Nancy. I don't really know too much about her, but I just the the public love for her seems to be a way 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 miles ahead uh, of the love for her husband. So I don't know. Uh, Warren, I don't know. Drugs sort of didn't really help with that. Okay. You know the sort of, the sort of person that would uh, scream about family values and purity and all, all that stuff. And she had a she she's from old school Hollywood, like the golden age of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> the rumor is, she was the best at giving blowjobs. Okay. And that's why, <laughs> that's why Reagan were together. So, that's the theory. Jesus Christ. Well. <laughs> This sort of popped up probably last year, definitely, where they had two pictures of uh, Madonna, who's recently like sixty and all that, and they they put up a picture uh, put up a picture of Nancy Reagan at sixty. It's like, <laughs> and of course, of course, Madonna has been like salacious and like wear, uh, like wearing like lingerie on a bed, look, look looking looking at salacious at the camera, and. Obviously, it's for it's someone from uh, the uh, public, uh, the republic side, like conservative, conservative um, sort of aspect of life, and saying, compare the pair. Would you rather be, would you rather be this or would you rather be this? And then, the the term throat goat was trending on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, 
Okay, I'm so glad Folia's not here, and I wish I could see her face, though, when she's editing this. <laughs> Hi, Folia. So. Wow. Okay, I'm... I didn't know that, and I never thought I would know that. So, there you go. <laughs> but, mind you, it would be an interesting, interesting take, but no way people are going to like it, because... Ronald Reagan was was deteriorating by the end, and essentially yeah. Nancy was being Reagan's puppet. <laughs> so they, they were sort of doing a weekend at Bernie style at the end of his tenure. Yeah. Well, I uh, what? <laughs> his brain was fucked. Anyway, when are we going to yes. be watching this? <laughs> Oh, sorry, I just need to compose myself. Ah, well, you said first... don't get political, so I did the other best thing. Being gross. You went, <laughs> yeah, you went in the opposite direction. I love it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I'm never going to look at Nancy Reagan the same. The first lady. Only a rumour, so pinch of salt. Okay. <laughs> and also, why shouldn't it be first ladies? Because there's more than one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Grammar? No, I, I don't know if it's a... I don't think it would be a grammar thing. It must just be the way... I think I think maybe one episode... Like, they only do one lady per episode. Not that yeah. there's only three episodes, but I th- maybe that's why they call it the first lady. I don't know. Or it's just representative of the title and not the fact that there's three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but good point. Good point. Um, so it will begin uh, uh, airing uh, if you're in the United States on the 17th of April. It's going to be airing on Showtime. Um, here in Australia, we don't exactly have a release date. I would say it'll be on Binge or Foxtel. That'd be my guess. Or maybe Amazon Prime around that time. Mm. Um, but yeah, not sure yet. I think some Showtime stuff actually goes on Stan, I think. But I think that was ages oh, ago. Yeah? I think because it's CBS affiliated. I can't remember. So it could be Stan. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure they'll, it'll be on something down here for us to watch. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, tell us, goddammit. <laughs> tell us already. I want to mark my calendar. Um, okay. Uh, that's Trailer Park done. Yeah. We're rolling on out now. Um, ooh, because... It's time huh? for the moment. Oh. The segment. Hi. The section. This bit. The part. <sighs> the place in the show we like to call... <laughs> Corn Hello I don't know what that was but I loved it <laughs> We in Popcorn Culture this week are going to be discussing um, the upcoming movie 
The Batman, which is out this Thursday here in Australia. Yes. Um, and it's out on, fr- out on Friday if you're in America. Um, very exciting. Very highly, hotly anticipated DC film. Film in general. Every time there's a new Batman film, it is a big, big, big deal. Um so this is definitely no exception. So uh, Mike and I thought we would discuss what our th- maybe predictions for what could happen, our thoughts on the film and our hopes for the film and just, yeah, hopefully see if we're right about anything, I suppose. This is a movie that has been in production for a long time, in the works for a long time. Um, I think... Robert Pattinson was announced as Batman I probably back in either 2018 or 2019. I yeah, something really, like that. It would have been that long ago uh, because they were filming um, in 2020. Uh, and I think the movie was actually supposed to come out at the end of 2020 originally. Yeah, 2020, um, 2021. Yeah, but it's had a bunch of different release dates um, and... Uh, a lot of COVID scares before vaccines are a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. COVID spread through the set and uh, even apparently Robert Pattinson got COVID um, while making this movie. So that's intense. Um, but yeah. Um, Michael, I think I want to start off by just asking what your initial thoughts of Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson as, as Batman. As Batman, how do you think he's going to do? Are you feeling confident? I am. Um, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, how can Edward be Batman? No. (laughs) Well, because, you know, vampires turn into bats, so. (laughs) Bat? (laughs) Form of bat? (laughs) (laughs) Have have you seen a couple of episodes? (laughs) What we do in the shadows? I've only seen little clips and stuff, so I know that. Yeah. And um and I've seen the um I fucking love it, the the vampire council they assemble with all the actors that have played oh. vampires and other stuff. That was a good surprise. Uh, it, yeah, sort of a spoiler, but it, it's still it's fun nonetheless. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Wes and Wesley Snipes just skyping in. I know. <laughs> Daywalker. <laughs> fucking Daywalker. <laughs> Good shit. Anyway. Tis. Um, tis. Tis. Battinson. Battinson. Um, I did have my misgivings because, yeah, Twilight was, and Harry Potter, was the only thing that I've seen him in. But, you know, he's an actor. He can he can outdo some stuff. And, the and it's, no, he's squar- scrawny. It's like, well, the sort of Batman that they're going to, what they're doing is like, it's like a year one Batman. He's like freshly yeah. new to it. But I think they're sort of pushing it as like, well, it's more year two. I mean, it's not completely new to this. It's not like the origin story. I mean, we've seen that origin story done to death. I mean, uh, I've recently watched a TikTok of uh, Kermit the Frog singing, Why are there so many Batman movies? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we've seen we've seen he we've already seen his parents die at least four times, so yeah, we all know the story, and hopefully they don't rehash it. I mean, <laughs> we've seen it done to death. I mean, uh, do it like Uncle Ben. It's like yeah, it was a thing. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, can I just interject on that and just, just to say that, yeah, I really don't want to see the fucking crime alley bullshit again. I don't, we don't need it. It's been done so many times. It's, it, you're exactly right. They need to take the Spider-Man homecoming approach, even though now we're living in a world where Peter Parker, Tom Holland has actually had his origin with great power comes great responsibility. That whole thing has now happened officially. Mm. But the fact that, you know, homecoming just and civil war as well, to a lesser degree, just, I love that I'm, t- we talk about DC and I found a way to talk about Marvel. Ha. Yeah. Um, God damn it. But, <laughs> but the way that they, you know, they didn't need to show us uncle Ben dying and that whole thing again. Like we, we didn't need it because it's just so, entrenched in the zeitgeist and in everyone's minds everyone knows that yeah um just like everyone knows batman's parents are dead and it's very tragic and that's why he becomes the batman you know so it's you know they don't need to do this so i yeah i i look matt reeves is a very good filmmaker so i i have faith in him that he won't do it but i swear to god if i'm sitting in the cinema on friday night and they start doing it, I might walk out. <laughs> yeah. They do it in Batman v just... Superman as a post credit, oh. as a as a pre, pre the cre- yeah pre credit. That that I think my eyes rolled so much they literally went to the other side of my head. And they did it at the end of Joker's like. Oh, that yeah, that was that was the one negative about Joker. Yeah. They they put that in there. They didn't need to put that in there. Oh, did did I tell you about my my um. Uh, I can't remember who it was, and I don't think it was Fat Man on Batman, but I think or Fat Man Beyond. Sorry, um, <laughs> where <laughs> uh, where um, if uh, in a way to actually make that scene even better, or ev- or even it's like or get rid of it. But if they had that scene, because the Joker is retelling his story uh, to to the um, uh, physician at the end because mm. mm-hmm. and he's a and and he's one and he's a oh, what do you call it I can't remember the name he's a he's a unreliable narrator yes 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 in order to do that um, I think I think the Waynes get shot and then and boy Wayne is there and then <laughs> and then the killer go, just turns around and just shoots him Shoots Bruce as well. Yeah. If they did something like that, I think, well played. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people will be very angry, but I'm here for it. <laughs> because, because <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Have you ever yeah, danced with the devil of the pale moonlight? Anyway. Yes. I think Robert Pattinson will do, do it justice <laughs> as a y- younger Batman. Uh, yeah, and yeah. a lot of people were thinking Michael Keating at the same time is like, how can you have Mister Mum as Batman? You know, he just did Beetlejuice. Come on, we can't have a, a a comedy actor doing Batman. And guess what? He's coming back because people love him. Yeah, yeah, we do. So, and and of course, every time there's a new Batman, people go like, even Ben Affleck's Batman was good. I'm 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 here for it. I'm I'm all I'm all about all about different interpretations of it of anything, and I do appreciate 
appreciate like all of them. Even George Clooney's Batman was interesting. I mean, say what you will about that movie, but George Clooney does. Hey, George Clooney <laughs> plays a good Bruce Wayne. Yes, he does. He doesn't really play a good good Batman, but no. But still, and even he's apologized for it. So yeah, give, yeah, give him yeah. that. Yeah, I know, I know. It's okay. <laughs> look, look, Batman and Robin is a total guilty pleasure film. For yeah, me. like I, I still. I will watch that movie and just love it, eat it up, because it's my childhood. Yeah. You know? I, I remember seeing that in the cinema when I was, like, nine years old. So, yeah. Yeah. I've heard people say, and I, I sort of I, I sort of go I go along with it, but the Schumacher Batman, the, the two of them, they, they, um, they sort of are, like, a reinterpretation of uh, 66 Batman. Mm-hmm. The sort of fun, it, it's more fun and and more colourful and more bizarre. Campy, campy. Yeah. They, they, yeah. uh, Sean Macker did bring back the campiness of, of Batman in the sixties because mm-hmm. I think because you know he he was like uh, around during the sixties. It's like oh, I know Batman. Batman had fucking uh, shark repellent in his in in his um in his belt. You know, U- utility that, belt. That yeah. sort of shit. And yeah. what did we get? Bat credit card. Of course it's yeah. insane. I literally was just going to bring that up. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. Okay. Yeah, don't leave <laughs> That's why Superman works alone. It's alone, There's a yeah. Superman in this universe? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, I think, um, I think he'll do a good Batman because I think this is going to be a very good film. Uh, it's probably... I don't want to hype it too much, but I think this is probably going to be my favorite Batman since first one uh, since Burton. Wow! Hear me out. Like, I, yeah, okay, go. Christopher Nolan. I like them, <laughs> and I enjoy them. Uh huh. Not really my Batman. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. That's totally fair. I don't watch, I don't watch the Dark Knight trilogy for Christian Bale. To be honest, I watch it. You know, I watch I watch it for Liam Neeson, for Heath Ledger, for Tom Hardy. Like those, the villains in those movies, I think, kind of overshadow Christian mm. Bale as as Bruce Wayne Batman. Like he does a fine job, but he ugh, there isn't. I don't know. There isn't a lot. To him, I guess. Not that there needs to be a lot to Batman, but I don't know. He's definitely not the best Batman. Like he's great, but yeah, he's I don't. He's definitely not the best one. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are probably gonna bitch and moan. It's like, how can you say that to Dark Knight? It's like, <laughs> I do appreciate it, and it is a good movie. It's, it's I love definitely, the Dark Knight. It's definitely holds well as a movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but as a Batman. Yep. It's not really my my cup of tea for Batman. I mean, Batman is sort of grounded in gothic horror and all all this stuff, which I really which I really enjoy. Uh, That's why Mm -hmm. I like Tim Burton because Tim Burton was a good sort of fit for Batman at at that time, and I I do like the fact that you know you got to have the gritty reboot. So so we so we had that thing. So let's do something else. And yeah. 
I like the idea for this Matt Reeves uh, take on Batman because it definitely looks like it's an actual detective story. Yeah, yeah, it does. And we which ha- is good. We haven't really seen that in Batman. We sort of no. we know who the villain is. In this, we don't know who really is the villain. I mean, yeah, we got Riddler, but there's something else, something sinister is behind behind like all of this. That's why I'm thinking it's probably going to be Court of Owls sort of thing. It's going to be some, yeah. something within within Batman and within Gotham and and all, all this stuff. And that's probably why I'm I'm more excited about this Batman than I than I am for either Christopher Nolan or or for um or for the Snyderverse. But, you know, here or there, it's all good. Mm-hmm. No, that's 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 fair enough. Um yeah, I think I like I'm really excited to see Robert Pattinson as as Bruce Wayne Batman. Um I have definitely been one of those I suppose supporters of him because I have seen him in other stuff besides Twilight and uh Harry Potter. Um so I've kind of seen the range of what he can do. Like I haven't seen like there are a few th- films of his that I really need to watch. Uh, like the lighthouse, for example, uh, mm. with him and him and Willem Dafoe, um, uh, yeah, Robert Eggers' uh, last film, um, and uh, yeah, that's supposed to be a bloody trip. Um, so I, I would like to see him in this. But then a lot of people, when when um, uh, Robert was cast, a lot of people thought of this one. Uh, I think it's David Cronenberg film called Cosmopolis. Um, which came out while he was still... It was either he was on the tail end of Twilight um, movies or it was, like, just after he stopped making the Twilight films that he did this. And it's about this... He plays this um, very Bruce Wayne-like character (laughs) who's, like, this young, rich kid uh, who's basically, like, a CEO type. um, And it focuses on one day of him in, like, New York and he's in this limo. And it's just this like isolated kind of claustrophobic descent into chaos and, and, and mania. And just like, it's, it's really, really good. Cause like his, there's like a scandal that's erupted with like his business or his company or his personal life. And it's just the way he interacts, like he's in nearly every scene. Um, and the way he, like he interacts with the people around him as his world is caving in. Um, and it's it's really good. Um, so a lot of people mentioned Cosmopolis when they they heard he was going to do it, uh, do Batman. But um, yeah. Um, so I he's a, he's an incredible actor. Um, so I'm I'm excited for him to have a big blockbuster film like this on his resume that people can go. You know, as much as I love Twilight, there is a, a stigma sort of around it, um, and I totally get that. So it would be really nice for for him to have like oh he was this really awesome Batman like he's he's like you know on IMDb page he's when it's like known for it's just got Twilight on there still and he's done so many other things so it'd be cool to see if it's like the Batman like if it's that successful the Batman is first and it's, it overshadows Twilight yeah um, not that would a be cool. Batman the Batman the Batman <laughs> yes so um, no pressure. No pressure. Um, I mean, look, he looks the part in the trailer. I do kind of like that. Uh, they're like, I love what you said, Mike, about how it's like a year one Batman story. So, you know, he's starting really young. And I do also just like the fact that they're really going for 
uh, a, di- a completely different aesthetic to any of the other ones, uh, any of the other prior incarnations, really. I mean, this film is probably going to be closest to the Christopher Nolan stuff, just mm. in terms of the drama and maybe in terms of some of the grittiness. I mean, I was talking to one of my friends at work today um, uh, saying about how certain aspects of what Paul Dano seems to be doing with the Riddler are reminding me of Heath Ledger's Joker. Um, I feel like once we see the film, it'll be apples and oranges a bit more. But uh, from what I can see in the trailer, just that vibe seems to be strongly there. And I'm totally fine with that. But apart from, (laughs) apart apart from that, um, I just really like the general look of this movie and the way Battenson's going to fit into this this world and this story. And I really do want to see more of, uh, you know, uh, a Batman who is actually, you know, the world's greatest detective. Like, that shit we have not really properly seen. Yeah. There's always there's always hints of it in every, every Batman film, really, probably except for the, the Schumacher iteration. But, um, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, yeah, I'm excited to see that, and I I think he's gonna nail it. I just I just really hope it's you know people get behind his performance, um, you know as well. Um, all right. That's probably why I like the Arkham game so much because there actually is yeah. a detective sort of story behind it, and there's yeah, it's not necessarily of who done it, it's like who's behind this sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, I had to laugh when when you said when you said um, the the Joker. Uh, uh, the comparisons between Heath Ledger's Joker and this upcoming Riddler and mm-hmm. it's a bit like uh, Jim Carrey's Joker was a little bit more manic than usual so it's and I've always thought well he would have made a good good Joker as well so yeah 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 Jim Carrey could definitely play either um so that's that's a good point um but yeah I'm I'm like I mean we can talk about the Riddler, if, if if you want, because I think he's he's the part of this film I'm actually looking forward to the most. Mm. Um, because I love Paul Dano as an actor; everything he's in is he's just brilliant. Um, you know, he's got he's he's a character actor, so you don't really like he just kind of blends in with like ensemble cast. But like when you see him on screen, you're like you're fixed on him um he's yeah he's so good so i can't wait to see what he does with this character and the fact that it's like a version of the riddler that we've never seen before like this is completely kind of new you know we've never seen it really done in this way and i love the fact that the trailer is keeping him and i fully intend this pun but keeping him enigmatic yeah um you know keeping him a mystery yeah it's like yeah. you've never seen Edward Nigma as an enigma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, where is, where the question mark actually means something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm hundred percent here for that. Um. I. That's. It just really excites me. Um. Because like the trailers have shown us very little of him. Like there's been quick flashes of what he looks like. Uh, I mean, the pop vinyls have been released. Like, there's merchandise out there that shows what he looks like, but we've never we haven't seen him in action really properly. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm very excited to see him and just the impact he has on Robert Pattinson and the world of Gotham um, in this story. Um, do you have anything about the Riddler you wanna you wanna mention? Yeah, Mike? well, I've sort of said it. Um, 
I'm yeah. It's the question mark. I <laughs> what is it? What is this Riddler going to be? I think yeah. I think it's going to be a very interesting take, and uh, and with all the other villains that are, that are going to be popping up here, um, he's going to be the the essential thing. But I think there there is a lot of talk of what comics are actually uh, being taken for for this uh, adaptation. And a lot of people mm. are saying Court of Hours. A lot of people are saying uh, uh, the lo- Long Halloween. I can't remember. But yeah, Long ha- Long Halloween's one. Yeah, yeah which has uh, has been done as a um, as an animated uh, feature, like one and yeah. two. Like last year. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet, and mm. I probably won't until I watch this movie because I because you know. A lot of things sort of do tend to coincide with each other, and I want to go in this fresh because it's going to be a three-hour film, and I want to watch yeah. it at least once, and not just wait for the next thing and the next thing. And that's another thing. Hopefully, this is going to be evenly paced, and you don't really feel it. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, the fact that it's gonna like it's gonna be the long. I'm pretty sure that it would make it the longest Batman film ever made. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so Sol- yeah, Sol- hopefully so, so- solo solo Batman. I yeah, mean, solo Justice Batman League, film. you know. Yeah. The Schneider Cut. Schneider Cut. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, I hope I'm I'm sure it'll be like I, I feel like I don't know. Well Marvel seems to be setting this trend of like actually doing pretty alright pacing for these longer movies and Unless we talk about Eternals, we probably won't, you know. That, that's probably the only blemish in terms of pacing. I don't want to... For a long film. I don't want to start talking about uh, Marvel because I'm not that sort of person. <laughs> unlike, <laughs> unlike, unlike you. <laughs> but um, I did watch Eternals, um, uh, The Assemble. The Assemble? Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, I saw that the other day, yeah. Yeah, I watched it. I was like, yeah, I can read a little bit more of an appreciation for it, and I'll probably yeah, rewatch same. it again. And again and again, so I can actually understand it. You know. Mm. It would have been great as a TV show, but all said, yes. all said and done. Um, yes. Yeah, hopefully the length will, uh, won't be a hindrance. I think, I think it would be... A godsend because you you got yeah. a lot of characters in this as well. Yeah, yeah. And they're setting up for TV shows as well, so it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a great big pilot and a big, and and a backdoor <laughs> yeah. pilot for for many biggest things. the biggest backdoor pilot of all time. Um, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the one thing I like. You know, I think I I was concerned about. Um, you know, when the trailers for this first started coming out and what who was going to be in it and what characters were going to be featured was like, okay, how are they going to fit all of these people into this movie? And then when they said the runtime was like two hours, 55 minutes, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be fine. <laughs> um, because, you know, not only do we have one villain, we have, well, two and a half villains, I suppose. Mm. Um, so um, Colin Farrell is going to be Oswald Cobblepot, the Penguin. Um, in some unrecognizable prosthetics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how are you feeling about um, seeing him and his take on the penguin? I like it. Um, yeah. It, it's. I, I've never seen a slightly taller cobblepot. <laughs> mm. 
well, he's probably an emperor penguin. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, it he definitely looks intimidating, you know, because mm. uh, I think um, uh, the Valcones are going to be in this as well. So it's going, it's definitely going to be yeah. a lot of uh, a mob. Uh, sort of, sort of take on this as well, which yeah. it's kind of cool because you know it, it's sort of Gotham and it's sort of like the fight for power as well. So mm-hmm. um, it's definitely going to have that sort of mob mentality of who who's going to be head kingpin of of Gotham, and definitely mm-hmm. with Cobblepot being there as well, it's going to be a fight between between both of them. So that's going to be a storyline, and it it's all to do with power as well because it's involved involving the mayor as well uh, and high people of society are getting killed by the riddler and that's the sort of thing as well so yeah i'm uh i'm happy and hopefully it'll be good for uh for people to say yes i want to see a a um a, a cobble pot show yeah, because we're getting one already. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's weird. <laughs> I, I'm hope. No, I'm just hoping they don't put everything in in all their eggs in one basket. And yeah, I I really I I'm not a it's DC or Marvel. I just yeah okay I'm fine. I'm like Kevin Smith. I want think. I I want everything to go well. Yeah. Yeah, same. I do too. Same. Like the way yeah. like the way that um uh Warner Brothers has sort of done a couple of missteps, but I think this sort of, sort of um uh hopefully they they they're going to back off for for creators to do their thing. Like they did with Peacemaker and and that's how Suicide and this yeah, and the and, Suicide and the Squad, suicide squad. as well. Yeah. I, I think they're sort sort of learning. It's like okay, we don't need to like micromanage like everything. We yeah. we can just <laughs> we we can just settle down and do this thing. And that's why I'm sort of worried about it, you know everything is going to be tied to this particular Batman. And that's why I want to see um the Flashpoint movie as well, the Flash movie uh, of of how everything is going to be uh, how everything's going to be connected. But I say you don't really need that. No, no, because, I mean, I feel like DC and Warner Brothers, they had an opportunity to do the connected universe the right way, and they decided to take a shortcut, Mm. um, and it fucked them royally in the ass. Um, So, yeah, and that's why we have this Batman film, and not, you know, not not Batfleck um, getting his own movie, because they just tried to do so much too soon they hadn't earned any of it um so i do like the fact that out of that kind of misfire we've gotten you know we've got the opportunity to have joker with joaquin phoenix which is amazing and now we're getting this batman film which is also like looks amazing and it's another standalone thing so dc are really and warner brothers like you've just said you know it seems like they're actually letting finally letting the creators of these films and TV shows do the thing they've been hired to do um, with as little interference from the studio as possible. Mm. Um, 
uh, which is fantastic. Um, and just you know. a couple of notes here and there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, um, Batman and Cyborg were supposed to be at the end of Peacemaker. Spoiler alert, sorry. But but they did have stand-ins for, for those characters and WB said, sorry, can we get rid of them? Because it will encroach of what we're about to do with Flashpoint. Maybe. Because, you know, Keating's Batman is going to be in, in the Batgirl uh, yeah. t- uh, straight to movie. Movie, yeah. Straight to streaming movie. Mm-hmm. Release it, goddammit. <laughs> I know, I'm so annoyed it's not going to be at the cinema. So annoyed. Yeah. Because, anyway. Because uh, um, J.K. Simmons is um, J.J. Magenison. Uh Jim. Other Jim. Commissioner <laughs> Jim Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Jim Gordon's going to be in this, and he's part mm-hmm. of the Snyderverse, and Batflex's part of the Snyderverse, and... Ah. Oh well. But <laughs> Peacemaker is part of the Snyderverse. So explain it to me, sir. Explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh, uh Colin Farrell's gonna be a good jo- um uh, penguin. Penguin, yeah, I think I think so. Like I like the little glimpses of him we've gotten in the trailers and I'm really looking forward to him just um having fun. I think he's gonna chew that scenery for all it's worth. Um and I think that's kind of in the zone of where we want Oswald to be. Because um, I really I, I, I really like Danny DeVito's take on, on Penguin. Mm. Um, like, just, just in the, I don't know, just the way he's just kind of, I don't know, so just himself and very unique and, you know, like, has these airs of I demand you know, respect. I demand all of this, uh, worship and following and stuff. And, you know, um, he likes being the leader and, and, and things. And I feel like we're going to get that from Colin Farrell's penguin, except he's going to probably be like, you've said it before, more of a mobster mm. than, uh, than, um, especially than Danny DeVito's take on, on penguin was, but, um, yeah, yeah. so I'm here. I'm def- I'm definitely here for that. I can't wait. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, and so, sorry, yeah. on that. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting on how they're going to take it because uh, a popular thing with uh, Bruce Wayne and, and Oswald is mm. they sort of, the family sort of grew near each other and Oswald mm. was always jealous of Bruce because he had, he had love and affection from his parents and he didn't. And... And I'm not sure if they're, they're going to tackle that because I think this penguin is going to be a little bit older than Bruce. So I don't think that dynamic's going to happen in this. So it'll be interesting. I think it's probably not going to be a family thing and, and a jealousy thing, I think. I think it's probably just going to be more mobster, sort, sort of the powers of Gotham. Uh, yeah, and, and that yeah. Thing. And the, the, the way, you know... Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, I feel like there's going to be a lot of, uh, yeah, corruption going on, and Bruce maybe investigating some of that. I suppose. Mm. While I'm like, I'm curious to see how. Like, I feel like the Riddler is the A plot, and then the Penguin stuff is the B plot. I'm curious to see how those are going to merge, because um, I feel like they have to. Like, does that? Does yeah. That, Makes sense to you? Like a lot of people are thinking the Court of Hours 
Court of Owls. Court of Owls, yeah, for sure. Yeah, with um, the the deep seated sort of eyes wide shut sort of stuff that happens at got in the Gotham's hierarchy. Yeah, and, and how everything's sort of um, built upon corruption and uh, and stuff. I can't yes. remember the next bit, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's it's the one percenters that that it's are the, br- yes. bringing us all down. <laughs> yes, but with um, that, it would it, it would be beneficial to actually know that uh, Bruce's parents are dead. So possibly they're going to do just mention it, and not necessarily do the whole kit and caboodle of the of running into the gun and the pearls falling to the ground. No, they're not they they better like I said it once, I said it a thousand times. They better bloody not do that. I don't think they will. I like the idea of it just being not even a throwaway line but just mentioned in dialogue like you just said, like it just Yeah. You know, classy exposition. Like it's not difficult. And then Bruce turns to Pennyworth is like, "The spider's dead, Ned." Spider-Man. Yep, yep. Yep, thank you. Yeah, take that, you Marvel. You marvellous. Marvellous fan. Marvellous. Well, speaking of marvellous, there's one other big character in this film that we're going to get to see, um, and it is another character we've seen done before many times. Uh, Catwoman is in this film. Um, She was the, the half villain i was alluding to earlier um because she's or she's definitely kind of become more of an anti-hero i think than a than a straight-up villain um more recent iterations of her of selena kyle um zoe kravitz is playing her in this film uh and i'm I, I, I really hate that I have mixed feelings about her. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to explain that I, I, well, there's like one thing I need to get, I just need to get over and like separate it from when I'm watching her because she was in a TV series um, a couple of years ago where her character uh, and like, cause she was a, she was like either a writer or a producer on the show. But anyway, basically they, it was after the whole fallout with, uh, Michael Jackson and that quote unquote documentary. And uh, there was some dialogue her character said about, about him in a very negative way that I, uh, made me very, 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 very upset. Um, and, Cause I I'm a fan of hers and her father obviously is Lenny Kravitz and he was like friends and worked with Michael Jackson. Um, so I was very, yeah, taken aback by the whole thing. So since then, I haven't really seen her in a positive light, which is a shame because she's a very talented actress. Like, she is really, really good. There's a reason why she's in so many different things and so many different franchises. Like, you know, you know, and that that was, but that was kind of the other thing that annoyed me about her casting as Selena was the fact that she's been in so many other franchises. Mm. Like, it would be nice to have seen someone, you know, Someone who isn't hasn't had a go at the big Hollywood blockbuster franchise thing yet, because you know she was in um, Fantastic Beasts number two. Uh, she's in Mad Max Fury Road. Um, she's in Big Little Lies, which is a great show. Um, and 
she was in uh, X-Men um, First Class. She was Angel. Um, so that's going back a few years now. But yeah, so she's she's this is not her first blockbuster rodeo. Um, so at least she'll be experienced in that sense. But um, and like I said, she's very talented. And I'm, I'm curious to see what she brings to the character because Selena Kyle is such an interesting interesting character uh and i really hope she gets her own movie one day that is like completely not associated with the Halle berry version in any way because <laughs> um, that was such a wasted opportunity jesus um so yeah i i i think she's gonna be good um because uh, it, it looks it looks good like she looks good and i like how her and bruce you know we're already seeing this camaraderie between them whether or not that will develop into something romantic in this film. Cause obviously that's something that's ex- been explored in comics and in films before. Um, will they, and won't TV they? Shows. Will they, won't they? The bat and the cat, you know, um, I reckon they will. <laughs> let's, let's see. Let's watch Batman have sex. Let's do it. <laughs> this no, movie thank would you. do it. Already did that. <laughs> hey, 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 this is Batman and Catwoman, not Batman and you know, <sighs> you're still you're still affected from the killing joke, aren't you, Michael? The power dynamic doesn't match. <laughs> she was. Uh, no. I know. I know. Barbara Gordon, Bruce Wayne. No, just no. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. It's like a teacher having sex with a pet. Uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the. That was. I still haven't watched it, but that was like the movie that like made me kind of stop watching DC animated films because it was so hyped. Everyone was looking forward to it. DC's animated track record was pretty much perfect up until that point. Yeah. And and then and then they decided to fucking put this epilogue in or sorry prologue in that fucking yeah yeah anyway go on i did appreciate that they they wanted to do like uh build up the character of um barbara gordon batgirl oracle yeah in yeah in this thing because because she's not really she is mentioned but she she's like an offhand offhand character in the killing joke and that's one of the reasons why it was so hyped because this is like the quintessential Joker story. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people who think Joker, this is the origin of the Joker, where he says yeah. in the comic, um, if I'm going to have an origin story, I would prefer it to be multiple choice. Yeah. <laughs> Which is such a fucking good line. And Alan, I know. It's and such Alan a Moore, line. you fucking clever bastard. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, at the end, um, it's quintessentially the f- first Joker story as well as the final Joker story at the end because yeah. a lot of people have sort of uh, have deduced that it could be read that at the end both um, Batman and the Joker are laughing and, and then you can only hear Batman laughing and the Joker stops. So does that mean the Batman actually broke his neck mm. so the joker won yeah <laughs> yeah it's so good that's why it's so so good but 
yeah, I like it, but no. Like it completely changed. It completely changed the 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 relationship between between Bruce Wayne and Barbara Gordon as not yeah. just a mentor and 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 the mentee. I can't remember, but the and yeah, and then it was sort of and then um and then in the sto- story where the Joker actually shoots Barbara, and that's mm. how she became becomes Oracle in the Oracle. chair. Yeah. And in it, it's alluded to, it's not necessarily told because Alan Moore does everything like uh, wink and a nod and not necessarily set in stone. It it could have been that the Joker may have sexually assaulted her as well as she's bleeding on the floor. Mm. This is a real fucked up. <laughs> Fuck that one if you think about it. This is not for kids yeah. whatsoever. No, not at all. No. But having that and how she ends up in hospital and actually talking talking to Bruce Batman and how she's absolutely petrified of what the Joker did to her because it, it seemed like more than just getting shot, there was something else as well. And and that means that instead of the Batman going after the Joker because the Joker's got uh, Jim Gordon as a hostage, but as well as going going after the Joker not just for being of ki- killing, and not just for shooting Barbara, as well as maybe assaulting her, but also you have back in the mind that they had sex as well, so the relationship is maybe a romantic thing of a mm. of a scorned lover as well it's like no please don't no too much no. too much too, no no we don't want no we don't need that no one asked for that literally no one asked for that that's why a lot of people say you know what just skip to the middle <laughs> yeah fast forward apparently was like the first half an hour or something yeah but but yeah, I do love the fact that they actually brought back um, all the people from the um, animated series as well. I mean, you got Kevin Conroy as Batman, and you got Mark Hamill as the Joker, and you got Tara uh, Tara Strong as Barbara, and I, I love that fact. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> I would like the fact that yeah they. They were fighting each other. I can't remember. I can't remember what they were fight, fighting against, because it completely blew out of my mind of what actually happened at the end. That that they were fighting and she, and it was sort of like a powers like like uh, Batman was saying, "No, you're too young. You, you you don't get involved with with this sort of thing. You can't be you can't be emotional, uh, an emotional sort of sort of way of actually dealing with things." And then yeah, and then. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought the kiss was shocking and enough. But <laughs> but then she ripped off her shirt. And then of course they did the pan up and then yeah, they had sex on top of a sky rise. And it is alluded it is sort of alluded to that Batman didn't take off his cow <laughs> when they did it. So it was, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a weird thing. So if you are going to watch it, bear that in mind. 
I don't like that aspect. But when the actual story of the Killing Joke starts ramping up, it is a it is a good faithful adaptation of okay. the comic. Okay. All right. Good. Good. So. And also, they just added a gay character in there because gays are funny. <laughs> so there is that as well. Anyway, gays are wonderful. Yes, they are wonderful, but they're not just a butt of a joke. Anyway. Yes. More than a stereotype. <laughs> Speak. Speaking as me, as a cisgendered white male that says, I want to... So... Has it been me? Anyway, what were we talking about? Well, I was going to ask you your thoughts on on, uh, Zoe Kravitz as as Catwoman. How do you think she's going to go? Yeah, I think she'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Taylor's old as time with Batman and... And Catwoman, will they? Won't they? Essentially, they do. They do have a son together. Spoilers, but it is it is um, the night is young, and mm-hmm. sorry, I'm just, I'm just trying to calm down now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry, I shouldn't. Uh... I shouldn't have brought <laughs> brought up the uh, the idea of Batman having sex again. Hmm. Again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a joke. It's like he's a virgin, isn't he? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I I think it will be a, a good adaptation. I I haven't really thought that much about um what. Uh, Catwoman would add to this particular story, but it may account to something. Hopefully, yeah. I feel like it, yeah, it's, it, they're all gonna intersect and make sense once we watch the movie. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it can't be just there for just you know a side piece. I don't just to be there. Yeah. No. No. If I want something like that, I watch. Uh, I play the Arkham games, <laughs> where. Where Catwoman is just walking around in her cat suit, yeah, but zipped all the way down and just just breasts just bobbing up and down. You know, boob physics. We gotta have the boob physics. <laughs> boob physics. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hashtag boob physics. Yeah, I know. All those games are titillating, I know. But, you know, I'm a I'm a red blooded man. Of course I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm beating people up, and I'm also and I'm also seeing sexy women in barely anything. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> and playing detective. And, and, and playing and playing the best detective in the world. Yes. 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 All right. Well, I think uh, we might begin to wrap this up by saying, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's going to be a good movie. Like if I had to pick. Which way it was going to fall. I think it's going to fall on the good side. Um, or at least I'm trying to manifest that. Because I, I really want this to succeed. Because it's been such a long time coming. And there's a lot of, you know, ums and ahs about how it's going to go. So it would just, like you said, you know, channeling Kevin Smith. Like, you just want to enjoy good things. We just want things to be good and everyone to have a good time. And, you know, no... 
no bagging bagging out of things. So yeah, um, it, yeah, so I, it, yeah. It definitely doesn't help. I mean, bagging out stuff when you haven't seen it, it, it just doesn't help. I mean, you, no. Like I see too much of that, of course, from the yeah. Obvious I know people, people that do that. Yeah. <laughs> but why would you live your life and saying oh, it looks stupid? It's like, have you seen it? No. Well. I just wait until <laughs> I just wait until Rotten Tomatoes. It's like you do know that's easily persuaded. It's it's an algorithm. It's not real life. Have your own sense of self and actually watch something. And if you like it, good. If you don't like it, even better. You can go. You can say, okay, I'll watch something. I want to watch something else that's better. Yeah. Be your own individual. Be your own individual. Yes. You gotta think for yourself. Yes, we all gotta think for ourselves. Uh, Life of Brian. Always good. Yes, always good. Always a winner. (laughs) You are all individual. Yes, we are all individual. All individual. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) All good. Fantastic. Um, All right, do you have any, any final thoughts on the Batman? Uh, not really. Um, as I said, do you think there's going to be any deaths or anything? Any deaths? Hmm. For an origin story? Well, a quasi origin story? I mean, probably not. Um, probably no. I mean, you could say the Riddler, maybe. Because mm. uh, will he return? I mean, any deaths? Yeah. Thomas and Martha. <laughs> there you go. There, there that's you my, go. That's my, quick, that's my answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. What about you? Yes. Any deaths? Yeah, I feel I feel like if anyone's going to be killed off, it'd be the Riddler. But um, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if they if they you know kept him alive because yeah, I feel like I feel like he's he's going to come in mystery and he's going to leave in mystery. Like he just feels like that kind of character in this film. Hmm. Just walk. Yeah. Just walking off in the distance. Yeah. My work here is done. Yep. Done. Indeed. Um, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we enjoy it. I'm sure we will. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about it. Um, probably do a quickie review, I'd imagine, um, mm. with without spoilers, uh, in case Folia decides she wants to watch it. I hope she does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Three hours out of her day, you know. Hmm. For, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Hey, <laughs> Fulia, you like animated stuff. Why don't you see The Boys? In the yeah. the Boy is diabolical. It's right up your alley. Yeah. It's cartoons. It's for kids. Yeah. Ca- cartoons and shit. Cartoons and shit. Oh, Lord. Um, all right. 
Uh, I think that might do it for popcorn culture for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed our discussion on the Batman and our thoughts on um, what might happen, how things might go. Um, no solid, solid predictions, but there is a few, a few little things in there. But, uh, but that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to talk Batman. We don't get to do it too often. Yeah. It's, it's nice. May do it more. <laughs> Yeah. Out of all the DCs, it's my favorite. I mean, it's everyone's yeah. favorite, really. I mean, it's a bit like um, Spider-Man for for Marvel at the time because they were definitely pushing that for a couple of decades. So yeah, yeah. I still yeah, want to play the um, Spider-Man game, but I don't have a PlayStation. Got to mm. get a PlayStation. Hey, Fulia, I want to I want to borrow your PlayStation for a couple of months. <laughs> a couple of months. Well, she's playing that game right now, actually. I know. I want to play it too. <laughs> I'm a friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Foolish Fuji on Twitch. Yeah. If you want to see if you want to see Folia play, um, play Spider Man. Um, and if of you plugs, want, and if you want to see a guy that's playing playing Batman, you can go yes. to the Listenator Twitch. Yes. Wednesdays, Fridays, and sometimes a Monday. Fantastic. Mm. Fantastic. All of the streamings. Speaking of plugs, um, I have a couple of things I would like to plug. Uh, first off, a new episode of The Monthly dropped this week. Uh, Volia and I came together to discuss the second half of season two of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Um, so if you love Jeff Goldblum and you are interested in hearing what we have to say, then this is the podcast for you. Uh, great show. Love the world according uh, to Jeff Goldblum. It's just so much fun. And uh, Foley and I have a good time catching up about, uh, what happened in the month of February and, uh, and yeah, and talking about all things Jeff hmm. and what he got up to. So go check that out now. Ah, 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 my name oh. is Jeff. Re- remember, <laughs> remember that meme, that meme. Remember that meme. That yes, may, uh, that, 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 that holy cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, and then the other thing uh, to mention um, would be uh, a new Fred Watch episode dropped. Um, and this is another a Fearsome Friday special. This one's a extra special special because um, we talk about, Wayne and I talk about the documentary Scream Queen, My Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, it's sort of a companion podcast to our Fearsome Friday uh, episode where we discussed uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Um so this uh, this documentary, I highly recommend it. It's so good. Even if, like, you're just a casual fan of of the Nightmare on Elm Street films, or if you're a, a horror fan, if you're a movie fan, if you're a fan of fandom, like, there's just if you're you know if especially if you're a queer fan of anything pop culture, this is the film for you mm. um, because it focuses on the lead actor Mark Patton uh, of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Two. Um, and uh, just his rise and sudden fall from the spotlight um, and how 
the culture of the 80s uh, really just changed his life in ways he couldn't imagine. Um, and what this film did to him, um, you know, personally and professionally, but then now how it's also a celebration um, of, you know, how just how good in retrospect this film kind of is. Like, it's a really good film, mm. uh, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, it's a great horror film. Mar- uh, Mark Patton's very good in it, and uh, it's become sort of a cult classic now, um, and it's being loved uh, by many people today, which is so beautiful to see. So this documentary is just brilliant. If you want to hear Wayne and I discuss it, please go listen to the latest episode of Fred Watch. Um, we had a great time talking about it. It was awesome. It was good. Oh, you listened to it? I listened to both of them. Oh, you listened to both? Did yeah. you enjoy them both? Yeah. Well, I couldn't really enjoy the, uh, the uh, monthly because I haven't seen the show so i don't know what you're talking about i don't get it <laughs> that's okay you need well, to spoon feed you. it to me i appreciate you listening nonetheless that's all right i mean you know i pay for the damn thing so i'm gonna have to <laughs> <laughs> but gonna get your money's worth yes. oh, yeah 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 um, yeah, yeah and yeah i did watch the uh, watch i did listen to the uh fred, fred watch uh one as well and it's like yes i'm a big fan of freddy krueger and all his antics <laughs> yes uh, the little rap scallion and yeah <laughs> um i definitely enjoyed that and this and the discussion as well and also the little bit at the end the conversation at the end i actually quite quite enjoyed as well oh great yeah thank you it's good to hear yeah i'm glad yeah. you i'm glad you liked it so there's a little little bit at the end that's also good as well yes listen to the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> the yes. whole god damn damn thing, thing. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice, nice. All right. Um, I think that might wrap it up. What do you say, Mike? Yes, let's wrap it up in ribbons and let's send it wrap off it up. down the river. Yes, <laughs> down the river. <laughs> <laughs> What's that Chris Farley thing? Yeah, the, <laughs> the motivational speaker. Down by the river. You'll be living in a trailer <laughs> down by the river. <laughs> I love that skit. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. Just mostly, just not just for Chris Farley because he was a comedic genius, but and David, David Spade. David Spade <laughs> trying to hold David, it together. No, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's so funny. Oh God, go go look up. Uh, motivational speaker Chris Farley far out SNL we love we love alright that's enough yes and, and that, that was, was a, podcast a podcast called Fred, Fred. <laughs> remember to follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter for the latest Fred content if you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien you can find us on SoundCloud Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can he- head over to youtube.com slash Fred the Alien Productions. Woo! Yes! Woohoo! Ah, I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been Darkness. I've been The Night. I've been a Michael Lister. Hashtag Batman. Close hashtag. Yep. <laughs> 
and you've just experienced you just experienced a podcast a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember to eat beef. Remember, 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 and remember. Freddy lives. Loki dies. The Batman is in and free Ukraine and uh, other stuff as well. <laughs> yes, uh, stuff and things. Thank oh, you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to everyone who has watched or is listening. Thank you. We appreciate all of you. Yes. I need to yes. work work out how to do this ending because I got to get everything done and read at the same time. <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, yes. See you next week. Bye-bye now. See you, goodbye, and goodbye, adieu, adieu to you, and you, and you. And you, and you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And... and...